Welcome to Mad Toast Live, recorded in front of a live audience. Thank you. At the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. We're your hosts, Chris Wagoner and Mary Gaines. And we're here tonight with Tret Fury. Yay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Just wanted to leave just the right amount of dead air in there. You know, it caught. Just a little tension yeah, is good. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, do you want to just start out with the tune? Yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> across superior and it's a storm that weathers through time and it breaks all boundaries and borders and it batters a shifting shoreline and the waves compounding like a heartbeat with a And I 
Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. And you've, you've got a new pedal on the floor there. We know. I do, and it didn't work that time. It's <laughs> okay. It's tough, you know, when you rely on electronics and they fail. <laughs> We're so impressed. We're, uh, so many of our, our, our guests that come on are, you know, you've, you've got it down to a science. You've got a guitar and you have a, a couple pedals and a backpack, and I just... I can't stand it. Not even a backpack, just a little... A duffel. Little, little tiny little thing. Yeah. It's like a small purse, yeah. really. It's like a small purse, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and we come, we roll in here with a, we've got a, a, a roller cart, you know, it's got suitcase. It looks like we're going on an extended vacation whenever we go to a gig. Well, I used to do that. Yeah. Keyboards, electric guitar, acoustic guitar, effects racks. So what cured you of that? I got old. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know I've been touring for mm, almost 40 years, so. Um, no, I just, you know, decided to just play acoustic guitar and go yeah. as simply as I possibly could. Was it, was it at a point, though, because I know your, your early career is quite interesting. It's, it's great. I'm, I'm just going to talk about it just for a little bit here, because, uh, so you had a great article in, uh, in um, um, what? Our, Our Lives, lives exactly. And, uh, and I apologize for the cover. <laughs> <laughs> it was not my choice. Sorry. Just is, had to put that is that in. your fans giggling out there? About <laughs> I had someone call me and say, or call a, a friend, a coworker of mine and say, is Tread all right? <laughs> Describe it for the... Um, it's, it looks like a caricature of myself. Oh. Those are nice. An ancient caricature of myself. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it just looks like me. I don't know. But, uh, well, just for, for those of you who may not know Tret very well, or maybe have heard of her peripherally, uh, a little bit about her early career is pretty interesting. And this is on the website, but I would like to say, we don't really encourage people to read, so, you know, if you want to, you can read this on her website, tretfury.com. Or you can just come and listen to the podcast and hear it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Over and over. Over, over and over. over. Yeah, exactly. There, you got the idea. But uh, Tret began singing in coffee houses at at 16, all over the Midwest, and then moved to Berkeley, California, and at 19 moved to LA to pursue songwriting and a music career. Um, within a year, she was performing with Spencer Davis as a guitarist and vocalist, and penned the single for his album Mousetrap in uh, 1970. Mm -hmm. um, that had to be a, a hell of a thing. How'd you get hooked up with Spencer Davis? Um, I was friends with the a group called Fanny, which was the first all-women rock and roll band that was fairly successful in the early 70s. And the keyboardist was a friend of Spencer's. And he was, he was doing acoustic blues at the time and looking for a, an acoustic blues guitarist, which is what I, was, I could do. It wasn't my focus, but it was something I was good at. And he wasn't really looking for a woman, but we got together and I could play Lead Belly style, uh, you know, 
You played on 12 string? And I could play, yeah, I played 12 yeah. string and I played slide and all that stuff. So it just, it just worked out. And I worked with him for, for quite a while. Was it a, was it a heavy kind of a, a, um, audition kind of set, set up? No, not it? really. Yeah. Not really. I mean, we, I lived in the Hollywood Hills. He lived around the corner and I went over and we played a little bit and he said, yeah, this, this is great. And plus, yeah. um, I mean, I was easy to get along with and I could tune his guitar. <laughs> 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 and then I brought in a friend of mine who was a bass player, and we became a trio. And it was really cool, because we did blues, and then we, we um, both the bass player, Andy, and I wrote. So we wrote a lot of stuff for, for Spencer. And it, was a, it was a good time. I worked with him again in the mid-'70s, but it was when he was doing his retro thing, and I would have to play electric guitar and sing, I'm a man, and give me some lovin'. And that wasn't as much fun. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> it's too oh, no, They weren't doing video back then, were they? Very <laughs> no, much. They oh, that's too bad. That's too bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then in 1973, you recorded your uh, um, self-titled Tret Fury uh, album with record, record, record yeah, LP right, on MCA, mm -hmm. uh, produced by Lowell George, yeah. the great uh, now passed away, uh, guitarist, there's a word for that, passed away. Uh, Dead. Yeah, that's one. Oh, yeah. The great late, the <laughs> great late Lowell George, yeah. From uh, uh, Little Feet, mm -hmm. that was it. Yeah. But uh, how was that working with Lowell? It was amazing. He's, uh, he was brilliant. I yeah. mean, um, he had, you know, he traveled the world learning vocal styles and guitar styles, and he just was a, a, a fountain of, of knowledge and um, also educated me a lot about just the, the record business and what to avoid and what to look for. But, but artistically, um, he gave me a lot of freedom to, to do what I wanted to do, which was unheard of. You know, yeah. I, was really, I was just barely 21. and um, I was his first outside project beyond Little Feet. So it was a really, a, a really cool collaboration. And, I, and he brought in you know, fabulous people for me to work with. So. Um, and he let me really get my hands on the mixing which was also wow. pretty, pretty wild. I mean, he, he just, he's a, he, was a, he was a genius, uh, a real creative genius. And, um, well, he probably sensed that you knew what, the, what you were doing, too. Yeah, so yeah. he probably wouldn't do that yeah. with anybody. Yeah, I don't, I, don't know. I don't think so. Those were crazy days, though, in those days. I bet. Well, 73, I can't remember in terms of yeah, his I know. career. Yeah, I you know. If you, lived, if you lived through the 70s, you don't remember them. <laughs> <laughs> well, when did he pass away, though? I don't, uh, 73... It know. was uh, mm, late. You know, I can't remember. It was later, late seventies. Okay. I think, yeah. So th I those are still his pretty crazy years, right in there. Um, and during that time, you were also opening and, and I assume touring some with some big bands. Yes. Well, I was the walk-in act for groups like Yes and Poco. Poco, and, Jay Giles, and Jay Giles. <laughs> cool. And, uh, it was I not. I loved Poco. Yeah. Yeah, it was funny because Richie Furet and I were like, yeah, we're related. No, it's not quite, but, um, but it was hard. I was the walk-in act. So these yeah. are big 20,000-seat arenas, and this was the 70s, and everyone was stoned on quaaludes, and people would come in, yeah, yeah, have one. And it's like, no, I'm trying to work here. <laughs> but it would be like a half an hour of just trying to play through the noise and the insanity of 20,000 kids walking into a stadium. Yeah. Good for your chops. I you bet. Know? And there were, some, there were some stellar moments, and there was just a lot of really just paying your dues. Yeah. Yeah. But right. it was cool. You know, I think that cool. would be very good for your nerves. I mean, yeah, it, yeah, definitely. If, you know, I, I don't have much stage fright anymore. Building a thick <laughs> I lived through that. Yeah. 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 I thought about that. I mean, a solo, a solo artist. Uh, we've never been solo artists, Mary and I, because we're always together. And technically, <laughs> as a duo, we're not a solo artist. You can't artist. be a solo when you're but, together. Yeah. I guess that's true. So you have someone to bounce off of. And you know, when we've done college gigs, I'm, I know you've probably done college gigs. Yeah. And have you gone on with, with uh, comedians, like before or after? Uh, no, I haven't had to do that. Okay. I mean, that's, got, that's a tough gig, too. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. that's even, I, in a way, that would yeah. be, I don't know if that would be harder necessarily. But, but man, if you're dying up yeah. there and you're a comedian... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's lonely. It's got to be lonely. Yeah. I mean, I've been on bills with, with comedians in the women's community, but not like, not like, you know, like, not like that. I mean, yes. Yeah. These are, or show is a different thing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a relief to play music. 
Because yeah. even if you sound like an idiot when you talk, yeah. you can still go, okay. Mm. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> just play. You know? Just play. Just yeah. play. Um, well, then you became, after that, I guess you were, became interested in engineering. You were saying Lowell was letting you yeah. experiment and do things. So you were learning about this and got, became interested in it and became one of the first women engineers in L.A. Yeah. That's a big thing. Yeah, yeah I worked for... Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And I, I was actually, interestingly, I mean, the, um, I was the first woman who was ever asked to join IATSE, which is the, the, the engineers' union um, in L.A., and it's mostly uh, old boys who do the sound for films and television and stuff. But it's, it's really a very um, incestuous group of uncles and, you know, and nephews, and you get put on a list, and you're way down on the list, and you don't get asked uh, to be an engineer until you move up the list and you have to pay $1,100 a year just to be on the list. And it's like, <laughs> for what? And I'm not going to work? That sounds and like then, And people say, no, you got to do it. You'll be the first one. You got to do it. It's like, mm, I don't think so. Because <laughs> $1,100 in those days was a lot of money. But, um, but it, was a great, it was a great honor to be, to be asked. So yeah, Because yeah. I did a lot of, of TV and movie work in LA and then I did a lot of punk and new wave bands and stuff like that, engineered. And I, you know, I was able to stay in music when I didn't have my own thing going. I was able to stay in music by being in the studio as an engineer, so it was, it was nice. Well, the early stuff, the punk, just, just for fans or people just meeting you, you have a, a, there's a great discography, which is also on your website, but I'm guessing that the punk, the punk recordings and things that you could find out there would be collector's items. Um, we're on second wave. Oh yeah, the label. Uh, yeah, second wave. second wave. Yeah. Terminal hold edges of the of the heart. Time turns moon. Those were moon. my my rock and yeah my yeah. punk and rock and stuff. Eighty four through of. ninety. So yeah, those You're, are all available now only as downloads. But they're available as downloads. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't mean only. They are available as downloads. <laughs> but then yes. in the early eighties, you left mainstream music. You said, I'm, yeah. I'm done with that. And you became well, I was 30. You can't yeah. survive in L.A. as a woman after 30 if you're a, a recording artist. You're old. You're Is that still done. that way, you think? I don't, um, I don't think so as much. I think it is still, very, um, it's still a very um, misogynistic uh, industry, yeah. but more so now in Nashville. But, but, I, but women, you know, we open doors, and there are a lot of women in music that don't have to... Um, don't have to go through those, jump through those hoops, or and the retire and, at 30. Yeah. yeah, the nipping and tucking has gotten a lot quicker. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So. Those were the days. <laughs> now I'm just, you know, happy to tour occasionally, and mostly I'm just happy to stay home because, because it's been a long, a long road. So I, I get to stay home more. I choose to stay home more, and. Uh, now I've, I've, I've started teaching guitar, and I think there's a couple students that are here tonight, which is, I appreciate, which is nice. Do they have any idea how lucky they are? <laughs> oh, it's really fun for me. You yeah. know, it's because I've been playing guitar for 45, mm, no, 47 years now. So, um, and it allows me to, to, to stay home and, and uh, you know, have a home life and be with my partner and, and my dogs. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I turned 58 this year, so, just so you know. Dressing 
off to work and in the car I rise to make you lunch and say I wish you didn't go so far But as the daylight turns to powder turns the world to ebony I race to find you coming home but love has given Music fills our heads with sound You the dogs and the cat that's purring I got it right this time around So I walk the dogs down by the lake The moonlight shimmers through the my soul I turn to find you next to me back at home the fire started red and gold of autumn leaves I hold you fast I kiss you harder what love has given me love makes love and laughter suits us music fills our heads with sound you the dogs and the Music fills our heads with sound You the dogs and the cat that's purring I got it right this time around And back at home the fire's burning Red and gold of autumn leaves I hold you fast, I kiss you harder What love has given what love has given me Look what love has given me Look what love has given me Thank you. Thank you very much. So how many different tunings do you use? Do you have any? Uh, you were counted? Mostly use drop D. Yeah. That one was dadgad. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the first song I used the cut cable, which makes dadgad out of regular tuning. So I just like drop D because it's just so rich. Yeah. yeah. This for all the uh, all the guitar heads out there know what we're talking about. Everybody else, you don't know what's going on, do you? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> just means that you take your bottom and your top string and you move it down to a D. From an E. And the, the capo is something you put on your guitar. And it changes the key for you. Yeah. yeah. Some people call it a cheater. <laughs> I use a capo, I'm using a capo on my mando too, which is, that's, guitarists can do it, but you're, it's a real no-no for a mandolin. You're not supposed to do that, but. but I think you have you're, to, though. Hmm? You have to. I, yeah, sometimes. I think you're not supposed to tell people. Yeah, yeah, actually, you're not supposed to tell people. That's right. <laughs> or the so keyboards. This, this is drop D. Yeah. See how rich yeah. that sounds? Of course, yeah. I, yeah, I can't give you something to compare it to because I'm already in that tuning. I thought I was losing my mind when you were using that, that short capo because you were fingering behind it, and I was going, Oh, yeah. I've been a little tippy lately, but... Yeah. <laughs> And Tourette just informed us, there's a lot of color going on, too. I mean, this is really kind of, uh, sorry, non-intellectual conversation here, but I'm just curious. <laughs> Got a nice uh, green capo on there, and Tourette was telling us about her uh, Converse, and I didn't realize that, that you can order these things special, and we're not, we're not subsidized by Converse in any way, but not there, that we wouldn't turn it down. Custom-made Converse. You can go online and design your own shoes, every panel, the tongue, the sides, you can put your... You put your name on the back. You can choose your laces. And then the inside, even. I got some kind of a leopard thing inside. And, yeah. I, and then you've got carrots and vegetables on your guitar strap. Is that about no, your cooking? No, those are just chili peppers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should talk about the cookbook. Speaking of that, at some point. Yeah, I got the cookbook out yeah, there. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Tret's got a cookbook. 
Anybody have the cookbook? Oh, come on. You got to have the cookbook. I've got the cookbook. I've tried some recipes in there, actually. Oh, yeah. you do we have love to cook. Yeah. Oh, sweet. It's fine. It's got a lot of garlic and yeah. hot peppers. Hot, hot peppers. peppers. <laughs> no carrots. <laughs> no carrots. <laughs> yeah, but you got that nice drop D. We should probably do something with that. Yeah, we might as well while I have it here. Probably better if it were in tune. I kissed you once, I kissed you twice. Then again, oh God, I'm in trouble. I touched you once, I touched you twice. And then again, oh God, I'm in trouble. I put a dog right by me, had to hold myself down, had to hold myself in, had to hold on to something for their life. I caught your eye wandering, had to sit myself down. Something for dear life So I smiled once I smiled twice And then again Oh God, I'm in trouble Said hello to you once Said hello to you twice And then again Oh God, I'm in trouble I heard you talking to someone Had a try For their life Thought you might have said something to me Had a thing not to hear I had a turn to fear I had a hold on to something For dear life Cause it wasn't safe It wasn't clear I wasn't free Oh God, I'm in trouble so good, and it seems so right, but it seems so clear, oh God, I'm in trouble. I took a big chance on love, I couldn't hold myself down, I couldn't hold myself in, I couldn't hold on to anything but dear life. I stepped right into the void, I took one giant leap, mother may I, I cried, I had let go of everything. It's hard to do a scissor kick in the air, you know, to end a song when you're seated. It's too bad. You really I want to. can't yeah. do those anymore. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to make big dramatic rock and roll moves when you're, when you're sitting down. When you're sitting yeah. down. You know, swivel office chairs probably would work for that. I think I'd tend to... Yeah. 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 We've got one at home where you sit on it, and then a few minutes later it decides to go down. Yeah. So nice. That'd be kind of fun. The clutch just gives way. We give that to yeah. our guests when they come in because they don't. <laughs> they don't know. Yeah. So you got a road story for us? A road story? Yeah. Something bad and ugly or <laughs> weird and funny or, or. I always block them out. So. Or, or great and beautiful. 
Yeah, I always forget to include that one. <laughs> we usually start on the lower end of things and yeah. come up from there. The dark end of the street. Well, you know, a recent great beautiful in that um, three weeks ago I had laryngitis. And I had a festival the day after I got laryngitis in Chicago. And I went to, uh, I went to Fast Care the day before this, when I got laryngitis, the day before the festival. And they call it ur urgent care in the big city, but... <laughs> it's, a different, it's a different system. Oh, okay. But anyway, anyway I go in and I said, you know, I know I have laryngitis. And um, this nurse practitioner says, well, you have tonsillitis. And you have laryngitis. I think you should have your tonsils removed. <laughs> I've never had laryngitis, I mean tonsillitis in my life. I'm 58, I'm a singer. I'm not going to have my tonsils removed. Well, my husband's a motivational speaker and he had his removed. Because those are exactly alike. <laughs> and now he sounds like this. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey. But, uh, so, but I went to the, the, the festival and you know, I got there for my sound check. My sound check was about four o'clock and I stood up to do my sound check and it was like, it was like nothing, oh, <laughs> nothing no. would come out. And when it did, it was like I couldn't even sing on tune. I was just, it was just frightening. And all these you know, other performers were there and they were like, oh, I feel so bad for you. And they would like keep talking to me and asking me questions. And it's like, I'm not supposed to talk, you know. <laughs> Oh, but tell us what you know. What is this like? To... What part of I don't want to talk? And I was supposed to go on at 8:30, and I didn't go on until 9:30. And it was like, I thought I was going to explode. I had so much tea. <laughs> <laughs> like, truck cannot perform tonight because she's in the bathroom. <laughs> Why is she hopping around so much? <laughs> but there were like 350 just marvelous people who just loved this whole event and. I got up there for my half an hour and my voice was like, it was there. It was like there like, I kept like, I, you wanted to, I wanted to turn around and look at my throat and go, whoa. <laughs> everything was there. And then as soon as I finished, I got off stage, you had to go to this little reception and then I was back to, wow. So it was, that was cool. Yeah. That was great. You think it's the adrenaline or something? I mean, it's something. I think it's the adrenaline and I think the audience was just so there and yeah. so, you know, you know, digging everything that everybody was doing, that, 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 really, that really brought it. And, you know, I apologize at first. I don't usually apologize, but I have laryngitis, and they're all like, wow, that's, that's amazing for laryngitis. So. Yep. Anyway, I'm still getting over this crud, whatever it is. Well, you sound great. So I have a little deeper, I'm usually a, a high alto, but tonight I'm a, a baritone. <laughs> 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 so. Anyway. Well... We're enjoying playing with you. Oh, we're, yeah. We're, yeah, I, you know, uh, Chris has played on, you played on my last CD. Yeah. Just the last one? Is that the Just one? the last one. Oh, yeah, and then yeah. you had done some, some other work for me yeah. for a, a projects for my brother. You have not played on a CD yet. Not yet. But we have worked together last summer. Yeah. Was it last summer? Yeah. No, two summers. Know, maybe it's a couple. Two maybe. summers ago at, um, at the um, Orton Park Festival. Yeah. And they're playing with me at uh, Milwaukee Pride in, in couple weeks. Three weeks, I think, yeah. Three weeks, yeah. Love these people. Love these people. Welcome to our rehearsal for the Pride Fest. <laughs> and just what you're doing here is, is fantastic. Well, thanks. It really thanks is. For... I was on one of your first ones. You one were. Of your early you... ones. Yeah. In front of the fireplace. And... We, we were recording nice. on a little handheld Zoom digital thing at that point before yeah. Andy was, Bear yeah. Sound was doing our front of house. Maybe we'll pull out the archives sometime. We still haven't done that. To see if the uh, sound was, quality would be that able. That was a good show. That was fun. Yeah. Was you know, we could mess with the speed of it, you know, so it <laughs> yeah. really sounds kind of older. <laughs> That's what we'll do. So. Yeah. Another song? Let's sure. Do. Um, I like well, this song because it's called Six Beers. Yeah, it's about breakfast in Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Actually. Um, it's, it's an interesting song. I, I write a lot of really happy love songs because I am happy and in love, and that's what I write, mostly. Um, and people love my happy love songs. I sing them at weddings and commitment ceremonies. I've been flown to Hawaii and British Columbia and 
I never thought at this point in my life I'd be a wedding singer, but <laughs> it pays and you know. You but, just need um, the wedding band now. Yeah, right, the wedding band. No, then I'd have to do receptions. That's, no, I just do the same. <laughs> have you ever had to perform, sing Feelings? No. No, okay. Ave Maria. Just my own stuff. Oh. But anyway, I was at this show in Cincinnati, and this woman came up to me, and she said, you know, I love your happy love songs, and I'm really glad that you're so much in love. But we're not all that happy. <laughs> she says, could you just write a song for the rest of us? And it's like, well, you know, I'm sorry. I can only write, you know, what comes from my heart. So, so I said, well, I'll do this one for you because this is about as miserable as I can get. And um, it's actually a song I wrote after seeing uh, Brokeback Mountain because I had to put those tears someplace. Well, it's ten after one. Jukebox still play, the crowd's thinning out. No one is staying, but I'll be here. I'll be here until closing. Cause there's nowhere to go, and no one to go home to. The house is so
For any musicians listening out in the audience, and I have, I have, have reason to believe there are a few, <laughs> um, Tread is also the VP, the Vice President of the um, Local 1000, which is a, I know this, I don't have to read this off the notes, I know this. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a union, it's, but it's the Traveling Musicians Foundation is what it is. It's geared toward helping traveling musicians find security and longevity, and that's on the website. But and definitely survive something to, into and, retirement. Yeah. And have health insurance and. But there, who are yeah. some notables on there? We know um, a lot of the members in Local 1000. This is this is a union that is geared for folk musicians, and uh, uh, it's a non-geographically based local. And what it does is it allows touring folk musicians for the first time to have a pension, because we don't have to be only file contracts when in our own jurisdiction. We can do it wherever we work. Um, so it's it's groundbreaking. And some of our members are um, Pete Seeger. Uh, Janice Ian, Ani DeFranco, John McCutcheon, um, Tom Paxton, uh, Arlo Guthrie, um, I don't know, Amber Swift, the list, list goes on and on. There's just, you know, great. I don't know, Peter, are you a member yet? Peter. <laughs> <laughs> ah, good, yeah. <laughs> Peter, Peter Mulvey's uh, in the house. A, it's, a great, it's a great group of people. We have about uh, close to 500 members now. And, yeah. And we have members that are receiving benefits, so. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm very proud to be affiliated with, with this union. Yeah. And a lot of things, also some other things uh, for musicians out there who may have been, may not be sure how to get involved in certain things. Um, Mary and I had the great fortune of going to the International Folk Alliance down in Memphis, Tennessee last year. And we were unable to go this year, but we're going to, try our hardest to go next year. There are a lot of things like that. There are a lot of great um, statewide or regional um, conferences, oh, yeah. folk alliance conferences, or, or whatever your genre of music is. You can find something like that. But, yeah. but this, in particular, the International Folk Alliance Conference down in, in Memphis is just phenomenal. It's, uh, you run into so many great people, and we were so happy when we got there. You know, we, we were with a friend of ours, we were the, our friend Colin O'Brien, and we had our own booth, and we were a collective, and I, we didn't get anything. I, well, you, you don't go there to get work. That's, yeah, say that, no. number one. You go there to make connections <coughs> and meet people, yeah. and you develop these friendships and relationships. Um, but the local 1000 was there, and, and it hadn't occurred to me that she would be there. Trett was there, so it was great. Great to see her, and we had met John McCutcheon, wonderful man, and uh, just kind of took us under his wing, and Darlene Bueller from the Folk Society was there. Mm -hmm. So we knew, there were a lot of people that we knew there, and, and actually, it just felt like home, um, kind of. Part of the way we met a lot of people was by having cheese at our booth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> chocolate works well, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But actually, I right had in. a lot of people come up and say, I'm so sick of chocolate. You have cheese? Yeah, right. <laughs> and it's not sweating. <laughs> yeah. You must be from Wisconsin. Well, it was cheese food, you know, because no. yeah. that travels better. Yeah. <laughs> but, but a couple, so, so get involved, you know, if you're thinking about do it, doing it, do it, just jump in and well, do it. Well, there's a good mid, a regional one in the Midwest called Farm, mm -hmm. which is the, the Midwest Regional um, Folk Alliance, so, and you can just go as a, you know, and, and hear great music. Uh, oh, yeah, because they have showcases all day yeah, long. Yeah, they have showcases they? all day and all night long. It's a very cool thing. Yeah. And, and you can save money, you can go with friends and carpool or whatever, get a hotel and whatever you want to do. And Tread also co-chairs the New Harvest Foundation, mm -hmm. which, yeah, which channels charitable contributions <laughs> exclusively to organizations working to promote LGBT rights, services, culture, and community development. Mm -hmm. So this is all, all great stuff. And then the cookbook. Yeah, and the cookbook, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I have to mention that. So you're, you didn't, uh, what generation Italian are, is your family? Oh, I'm, I'm first generation. My mother oh. was from Italy. Yeah. I'm, I'm Norwegian and, and Italian. 
Interesting combination. <laughs> yeah. And you're from Canada. Very here. interesting combination. I don't. There's no Norwegian recipes in my cookbook. No, those those cookies. No lutefisk. Sorry. Those styles don't mix at all. I, no, I they don't. don't. There's yeah. not a hint of garlic in Norwegian cooking, and you know, and there's yeah. nothing white in Italian cooking except pasta. I guess. Yeah. And the hot peppers. But you, you covered that. Yeah. No, yeah. no hot peppers. You don't. In like... No, no. I was just with my Norwegian relatives who live forever, and I think they live forever because they do eat food that's. It's all the same color. It's, it's white. <laughs> and there isn't anything to get excited about. So they just, you know, they, they don't die because they're waiting for a good meal. You know, so. <laughs> my oldest uncle is 95. My dad's 90. There's four, five of the 11 left. My oldest uncle died at 102. My oldest aunt at 103. Their aunt died at 105. Uh, there's a 95. My dad's 90. An 87-year-old aunt. 80, and the 85-year-old twins. I mean, it's... So you're, you've just turned middle age just Barely, now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got a lot of middle age in the true sense. Of, <laughs> yeah. you've got a whole other. That's life crazy. Forward. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, this tune so. is perfect then. Oh yeah. If we're gonna do that. Small town. Yeah, you yeah, want? Okay, sure. Why not? So did you? Is this about? Is this about where you grew up? Kind of, or is this more? Well, it's. I actually wrote this song at uh, the Woody Guthrie Festival, which is in held in Okima, Oklahoma which is Woody's hometown. But it is a town that is about the size of the town where my grandparents lived and they retired. My grandparents retired in a little town called Keister, which is an unfortunate name for a town. I just was there two days ago filming the, 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 the main street of Keister, which is those really wide main streets so that you could turn your buggy around. That's why they were that wide. Wide main streets in Keister? Yeah. That's right. But if you, and it's in the bottom of the state. Uh, <laughs> but if you, if you live there, you get over yeah. the name pretty fast, yeah, right? You you do. Do. Yeah, you do. And there's 500 people in Keister. It's a tiny... But it's where my grandparents lived and they retired. And uh, they lived on uh, one end of Main Street. They lived on U-Turn Corner because that was all there was to do in Keister. So, but, um, so I wrote this song in, as a tribute. Or, am I anywhere near in tune? Uh, well, he's got an accordion. I don't think it matters. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there ain't no... T go to jail. This can be the jail. Norwegian part of the song right here. Yeah. What are we? Yeah, we're much oh, there we go. Okay, yeah. Right. <laughs> There's a hell for me Volker does work in Norwegian. Yeah, the whole thing. So. Anyway, this is a song that since... I want you all to be part of, of this, this podcast, and you too can be on an MP3. I want you to sing along on the chorus when you hear it.
you'll hear that at the end of it. <laughs> I should have said no to that hat. I should have. It yeah. really goes with that accordion. That's great. That's, I was so happy when he played that. I said, no, you got to put that on the song. <laughs> what that is, it's, uh, my mom taught me that. My mom is from Bavaria. Uh -huh. And uh, it's called, it's a dance called the Schuplattel where you dance and you kick your heels up and you slap your heels behind you. I, mean, I don't know what the name of the song is, but typically they play this tune to the Schuplattel. And I think we're getting it right. Dad played accordion too, but I, we'd get to a certain point in the tune and mom would call and she'd go, you guys, that's not right. And we, ne so we never really learned it the right way. She couldn't tell us what the right she thing was. Play, no, she, no, she could just tell us smart. what was wrong. Yeah. So. <laughs> I love the accordion. I wish I played it. Yeah, me too. Right I love the accordion, wish I played it too. <laughs> well, this has been super having you on. Well, I really you. appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you all for coming out here tonight. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah. Well, what else coming up in your future here? I know we've got the, uh, the event in Milwaukee. Yeah, and then I... Um... Um, I'm sort of, I just finished kind of my spring touring. I have, the only other thing I have in, in June is I'm, um, I'm teaching a, a songwriting workshop in Massachusetts, and there's a concert at the end of that. Um, otherwise, um, my next gig is until August in Zumbrota. I'm sort of giving myself a little break, What's, and then I start up again in the fall. Where's Zumbrota? Zumbrota is a great little art, art town, a small town between Rochester and, and the Twin Cities. I've played, this will be my first time there. It's, a, it's an art gallery slash performance space, and they bring in great, great talent, and um, it's a wonderful place to hear music. So, cool. sort of my standing gig yeah. in, in Minnesota. 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 In my, yeah. my cousins, my relatives come, yeah. You'll have to play that tune for them there. They, they yeah. like them, they like the, oh, yeah. this experience, cool. yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> sure, Sorry. you betcha. Uh, you know, I don't think the last time we asked you, uh, you were on, I wanted to ask you about this, and, and we'll do another song here for sure, but 2004, winner of the Jane Schliesman Award for Outstanding Contributions to Women's Music. That's, that's quite an honor. What, but who was Jane Schliesman? I knew you'd ask me that. Uh-oh. <laughs> Jane. Jane. My partner knows. I'm, I'm, I'm ter I feel terrible. I, I can't, right now, I, I can't remember. Um, she had, she was, Jane? Oh, she's not here. Oh, oh great. I, <laughs> we'll just cut this out of the podcast. Yeah, we'll okay, yeah, get it. Erase, erase, erase. No. No, but it, but it was a, it's it, obviously it's a it's a it was a it's huge honor. honor in the in the in the women's yeah. community yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> she meant the world to you and then you forgot she did, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we look forward to the next album. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. But we've loved playing these songs. We have one more, one more song for the audience? Yeah. All right. And with um, a rousing uh, song. And thank you again for having me back. Oh, you're welcome. And thank you all for being here tonight. I appreciate it so much. Streak, and I like to call her Jim. She only shows herself. But I left the devil in. I walk these mean streets. I've had a tough beginning. I've learned to look both ways and try not to let the devil in. Cause it drives a wedge between my heart. Everything that I hold dear drives away the good and leaves me dropping in a pool of tears. Traction keeps me running thin I wanna let the devil out And let the goodness in I've got a suitcase And I used to keep it packed I wanted to make sure I could slip out the back And I was a fruitcase I couldn't face my truth I've learned Try not to let the devil lose Cause it drives a wedge between my heart Everything that I hold dear Drives away the good And leaves me drowning in a pool of tears Drives me to distraction And distraction keeps me running thin Tread Fury. Thank you.
Thank you all for coming here tonight to Mad Toast Live. You can catch their podcasts every day, but new ones are released on Mondays and Thursdays on iTunes and madtoastlive.com. Special thanks to Andy LaValle from Bear Sound for doing our front of house sound and being our podcast producer. Please check us out at madtoastlive.com. Thank you.